Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Now This Song with me, your host Kiefer Wilkinson. I would very much like a new intro but I feel like episode 7 in, can I change it? Is that possible? Who knows? Um, Big thanks if you're listening and you've listened to the previous six episodes. Much appreciated. We've got so many downloads and for one very small little podcast. So thanks very much. My dream of Northern Ireland domination in the podcast awards that do or do not exist um, is slowly but surely becoming existence. So thanks to you all. The people love you. The people's woman. Can I, when can I start saying that I'm the North's podcaster? You know, like America's ass. <laughs> like, when can I be like, that's the North's ass? Are you a blind boy? Or a blind queen? No. Or deaf queen? No. No. <laughs> anyway, you've heard him already. It's Daniel Bradley. Hello. Hello. Thanks for joining me today. Thank you very much for having me. All by yourself, eventually. Suck it, Enda. We won't be having that. (laughs) Um, So, Daniel's here. And do we just get into it? Absolutely. Let's get into it. Because I don't know what it is recently, but I am constantly convincing myself that every song I pick, that the people who are coming in have picked the same song. Exactly. And what are the chances? I know. Especially after last week. Uh, me worrying about Phillies and he pulled out Bear in the Big Blue House. <laughs> but, like, no! <laughs> Honest to God. So, there is slightly more of a possibility with me and you today. Mm. Because, in a dilemma last week, I mentioned a number of songs to you. Yes. And it was one of those songs. Right. So I'm hoping to God that you haven't picked that one. Well, because I don't remember them. Oh, great. So our interactions are super important to you, so you remember everything I tell you. There's just so many. (laughs) Yeah, to be fair, there's always... I actually think this is the first week that I haven't texted somebody in a panic being like, I'm struggling to pick a song. Oh, so you've gone solo this time. Like, you haven't reached out to anybody... Mm -hmm. I put on my big girl pants and I said, Kiva, it's about time you, you grew up, our girl. <laughs> and take, take the bull by the horns. You want to do this damn podcast, you're going to have to make up your mind. <laughs> so, no, there has been no input from an outside source today. Can't confer. Oh my God, we're on our own, like in University Challenge. So this song came out in 2007. Early noughties. Which, can we collectively please come up with a new term for the 2000s? Can no. we just call it the 2000s? No, we, no, the noughties. No, we were all naughty in the noughties. No, we, see. Yeah, ugh. we peaked in 2007. Come on, the give it to us. We were, in the, we were in the elk. You know, TJ Casper was on. I wasn't in the elk. I was underage. <laughs> <laughs> Legitimately. I, I'll tell you no word of lie. And but it was the teenage disco. Oh. You were of age. Oh, sorry. Sorry, I got confused. I thought it was a big one. I went to the, the Big Elk, as it was oh, deemed, what? once underage. And I say underage, I was 17, probably close to 18. And a friend of mine, we were going out for her birthday. And 
I remember literally not wanting to go, like sick to my stomach at the idea of going because I didn't drink, had no interest in drinking. I was not 18 and I was like, those are not the rules. <laughs> I was like, but I don't have like, I don't have ID. Like what am I going to do? So she had got her sister's friend's ID for me. And they're like, oh my God, like that actually does look a bit like you. And like everybody had talked me into like this ID looked like me. And I was like, no, no, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. I don't want to go. I want to go. And we got to the door. I was shitting a brick, which was probably the giveaway sign. And the bouncer looked at it, looked at me and goes, that's not you, but go on. (laughs) (laughs) So to whoever that man was, (laughs) I don't know whether they thank you or not. Uh, Um, But yes, oh God, it was the time of the wee elk. If we ever wanted to go to the big elk, you know, whenever you're 16 or 17, the idea for you was growing out your beard. It would have looked absolutely shocking. It would be patchy and everything, but that was your idea to get in. God, really? Yeah. Easy as. Well, pity I couldn't have grown my beard out. <laughs> oh well. Um, right. So it was two thousand and seven. Probably booming in the wee elk or the wee Glenavon. Oh, do you mind the wee Glenavon? The smell of that place. No, don't miss that. Oh, with all the steamy mirrors and the wet carpet. Oh, it was just. Daniel, when you moved to London, <laughs> some people may tell you of a place in Strockwell <laughs> called the Swan. Let me give you some tips. Don't go sober. <laughs> Never, ever go sober. I feel like there was a, a flashback moment here. Oh, many. Pure fear. It's, it's the Irish nightclub in London. And it is what the Glenavon used to look like and smell like back in the day. And you're not allowed to go sober. Is that where you go to get a husband, is it? I wish. Never got a husband yet. <laughs> Probably was flailing too much to be looking around a husband. Um, and you can't go before 2am. Those are hard, cold facts. <laughs> now, that being said, I don't think I ever made it to that time because I think we went at midnight and then I was home at half one because I was like, I hate seeing the sun come up. I'm going to bed. Um, no one should be out at this time. But just think of the Glenavon. Back in the day, before it turned into sense, and that is the swan. Okay? But be very drunk. <laughs> it's great now, but be very drunk. I don't know if this is the worst or best advice I'll ever be given. I've, I've warned so many people <laughs> going to London about this place. Oh, it, it's shocking. I think it's like, top 10 in TripAdvisor. It probably is. Probably is. <laughs> um, right. 2007. It was one fella by himself singing a wee song, which now looking into it is quite dark, but it's quite like botly. I don't really know what more information to give you. Do you talk about 2007 and a fella on his own and I'm going like Usher, Chris Brown, Neo? Oh no. He's a one hit wonder. That's probably what I should say. Uh. And it got to number two. In the UK and in Ireland. And I can't tell you much more because... Is it just Jack? It is! It's just Jack! Because this is what we were talking about! Oh, yes, of course. Not a one-hit wonder. No way. It was a one-hit wonder. Uh, Embers. No, no. See, that was a number 11, which is not a hit. That is... Embers is an absolute hit. Top 10. 
Anyway, which one are you talking about? Stars in their eyes? Of course. No, stars what you have to call put stars, stars in their eyes? eyes. What do you have to go and make... No, I can't say it. Then there's a breakdown. Stars oh, Why do you have to go and put stars in their eyes? It's the same old story, but they just didn't realise. Because it's a long way to go from the dark old karaoke machine. Saturday night, dark and dreams. So why you gotta go and put stars in their eyes? Um, that's stars, S-T-A-R-Z. Because, um... I can't believe you call one, or just Jack a one-hit wonder. They so are mean. a one-hit wonder, and I'm gonna tell you why. Is it a they? I always thought it was just well, one. Well, no, it, it is just one. But for some reason, it's just Jack. It's it's just just Jack. Oh my god! How have I never realised that just Jack is just Jack from Will and Grace? From Will and Grace, yeah. <laughs> I don't think Will and Grace ever even knew just Jack existed. Because he's a one-hit wonder. <laughs> so I freaking love this song. It's a wee tuny bop. That you're just like shimmying your head to, like getting the shoulders going, like it's a great wee, just a great wee bop. Now, up until literally today, when I had to do some research into this song, I didn't realize that the song is actually really fucking dark. Ah, oh, don't ruin it for me, because I'm oh. I'm awful at listening to song lyrics. I am about to. Because I remember like listening to "Call Your Girlfriend" by Robin, and be like, "This is great, this is amazing." No. And then somebody saying to me, "Have you listened to this song that you think's a happy song?" That's why Enda has declared "Call Your Girlfriend" the ultimate sad banger, because <laughs> it's a banging song, and yet you're like, "Oh, it's so incredibly sad." This is just dark, so it can't be in that sad banger. In my opinion, someone's going to disagree with me, but it's just dark. So I, back in the day of 2007, was convinced that this song was about like, just a night out in the town. Because, and I brought the lyrics up, because that is how dark it is. Because the very start lyrics, he says about like drugs and booze, and like, Whatever age I was, but like in the early teens, was like, oh my god, this is about like going out in the town. Must be. It's not. It depicts quotation marks, flop stars, and the negative side of fame. So, particularly the people out there who benefit financially from the fame of celebrities, and he's particularly taken a shot at talent shows like the X Factor for that kind of get famous quick so about like the abuse these contestants get and they get hyped away up and then all of a sudden they're irrelevant and just like left to rot how fucking sad and dark is that today's depressing episode is brought to you by <laughs> just jack by diazepam <laughs> <laughs> just numb yourselves to sleep yeah that is so, that's that's why they got him he went against. He went for the music industry, and they, and they destroyed him. The conspiracy theory that I'm coming with you is is that Just Jack told us the truth about the music industry, and he was rewarded by never having another successful uh, song. I call Illuminati. <laughs> <laughs> you tell me what it is because. It, that is not some kind of Y'all haters corny with that Illuminati mess. Thank you. But like... So Embers got to 11. And that was... What's Embers okay. about? Now I want to know what Embers I about. I don't know because I have never really done it. Through all of the devilish things we do. Through all of the devilish 
Twitch things we do. To be fair, I've never listened to it. Oh, that's great. Which, again, did I not listen to it because I didn't want to listen to it? Or did I not listen to it because the music industry refuses to play any of his songs? Because he was telling us, he was saying Simon Cowell's a bad person and we should all be aware of this. And Simon Cowell was like, fuck, just check. Oh, no. That is, I, I honest to God hope that's not true. Who knew this was conspiracy theory podcast? We've turned all <laughs> we've turned all right wing on this conspiracy podcast. Oh god, yeah, hundred percent. And they gave us back Craig David. They couldn't just keep him away. Uh, don't the say music that. industry gave us back Craig David. But right, because if you think about it, there's so many versions of this. And so this song was written in 2007. Well, released in 2007. So like peak X Factor, all that. Yeah. Okay. But if you think about that now. Sorry, this is getting really deep and really dark, but I was going down this hole earlier and like fully stressing. Like but like 30 Wikipedia if you pages. Just think open. about it, about like just the way television and fame is going at the minute. Like, Love Island is a perfect example of what he's talking about, which is just pushing these people out, taking them from like the magazines and the TV shows and the brands, all taking them for all their worth. And the next batch of Love Islanders come in and those people are left in the dust. Like, that's sad. And very dark. That is so dark. And that's where my Brian was going whenever I was like, look at this. I was like... Your Brian? My Brian. Your Brian. <laughs> Brian! <laughs> come back, Brian. <laughs> but yeah, but like the first winner of The X Factor was a guy called, who I remember really well because his name was Steve Brookstein and his song which I may get wrong, I'm pretty sure it was a Phil Collins song, All or Nothing, could be wrong, fact check me. Um, but he was really like successful when it all came out and then disappeared because he wouldn't do what Simon Cowell and the music industry wanted to do because they wanted him to release an album of cover songs and he refused to do that. He wanted to release his own music. Yeah. And then was never heard from again because he wouldn't do the pony show where like they could trot him out and put him on magazines and do what they're told to. So why be in a bop of a song? It's really fucking dark. Yeah. Look into it. Listen to the words. Um that's great. Let me read out some of the lyrics for you. Please do. If my face would get recognized in this damn phone. They'll be making sure you stay amused. They'll fill you up with drugs and booze and maybe you'll make the evening news. What else is there? They'll just put you in a spotlight and hope that you'll do all right. Or maybe not. (laughs) (laughs) If anybody's watching this right now, it got very dark. It's a very dark episode. I'm sorry. (laughs) And then, so then there's the radio edit. And then there's an unedited version where like the whole beat drops and he goes into like this rap and the rap's dark as fuck but classic so that's my song now before we move on i think there's something very relevant that we need to talk about when it comes to this song it's actually named after in my opinion one of the best tv shows in the world I was so worried you were going there. <laughs> Why were you worried? <laughs> what a segue! And you've been able to talk about stars in your eyes. 
Tonight, Matthew, I'm going to be is the most iconic line ever. Six-year-old me remembers asking, how do they do that so fast in the school? Exactly. And then I was like, obviously, in my fucking Wikipedia pages today, and there was one, one of like the, so I was like looking up some of the best transformations, and one of them was this fellow who did Liam Gallagher, and he like really really looks like him when he comes out the fellow who was doing it said it took 90 minutes to get him into it now if you look at what he's wearing you do have to sit there and think how did that take 90 minutes yeah because he's literally wearing a huge green parka <laughs> the round sunglasses and he's got the hair so like what took 90... Like, he looked very like him, so fair play to them. But they're not making up his face or anything like that to change how his well, face actually do, looks. But, but like, like, he's wearing sunglasses and he's wearing the parka, like, right up to his chin, so, like... So they're covering most of him. Right, and, like, the haircut, like, the Liam Gall- Gallagher haircut was, like, down to your eyebrows kind of thing, so, like, what were they doing? Which is just a wig, let's be honest. But anyway, the point is, <laughs> stars in her eyes... Is unbelievable, and I've heard rumors that that bastard Simon Cole is bringing it back, which I'll love him if he does. But there's there nothing will beat the tonight, Matthew. I'm going to be and then disappearing into into the mist <laughs> and coming out as Dolly Parton. Like you can't. I actually vividly, vividly remember um, the woman who. There was a woman who went on Stars in Her Eyes and she did Kate Bush, Wuthering Heights. And it has forever stuck with me. Because I actually thought it was Kate Bush for many years. Because she's really good. But she, all I remember is like, It's me, come <laughs> home now. And like... Crawling about the floor. Like. I don't know that song well. Like I, I will admit it. But I just... I will never forget the It's me, come home like it was so good created a Kate Bush fan so this brings me to my question oh because we're totally sidetracked from the fact that my son was wonderful <laughs> um, if you were on stars in your eyes who would you be who are you impersonating like does it have to be someone that I already kind of resemble no absolutely anyone male female group figure it out uh, I think I already have the answer and it would be Daniel Bedingfield. Shut just up. Just so that we can bring that song back. Which one? Oh, the one. There's two very strong well, contenders. Catherine McKernan's favourite. Oh, if you're not the one. If you're not the one. If your name is Catherine McKernan, please stop lying. <laughs> Before song. we break it. If you're not the one, then what does my heart feel today? No, but also he had that banger. I'm going to get through this. I, I gotta get, get through, through this. this. I gotta get, gotta get, gotta make it. Through. So I was trying to think about this today. Who would I do? And if I was on Star Wars, and I can't decide between <laughs> between um, either Britney, yes, Obs, but then I'd have to do some serious toning because I'd want to do I'm a Slave for You, but specifically the MTV VMAs. Oh, with the snake with and With the snake everything. and the green bra and the low, low rise jeans. <laughs> but a bitch be eating way too much bread. 
But we, no, maybe some airbrushing, maybe some contour. You never know, we could figure it out. This could definitely work. How long do you think you'd be in the chair being made up to look like Britney? Oh, fuck. They'd need a full day. <laughs> like, tomorrow, Matthew, I'm going to be... Yeah, absolutely. But or, would you actually sing? Or Britney Boys. Boys, I can't wait for no one. I can't last day. Because you don't actually have to sing, you just have to breathe everything. Are you going to sing like Britney then? Yeah. Yes, of course. Oh. Um, I'm a slave for you. <laughs> I cannot hold it. I cannot control it. Oh my God, is that Britney Spears? Hey. <laughs> um, that or I was like, do you go full Dolly Parton and... Get the hair, the tits, like... If you're there once, you get yeah, have to. But then, would you do 9 to 5? The only thing is, I feel like a lot of people did Dolly Parton back in the day. But I just love Hugh Come Again. So, I would fucking do it. Not Jolene, I do love Jolene, but like, everybody does Jolene. And 9 to 5, ugh. But, um, Hugh Come Again makes me cry. <laughs> even though it's not even that style of a song. Or, oh my god, we could keep the party going by singing Two Doors Down. Two doors down and having a singing and having a party. Do, do, um, do. I will reveal something very embarrassing about myself. That whenever I was in primary school, there was a talent show. Oh. And this was around the time of Pop Idol. Mm? And I sang Evergreen. Yes. But I dressed like Garth Gates. So it all in the white. No, was it? Yeah, I dressed like Garth Gates and spiked up my hair oh, because he wore Daniel. a white, but I did Will Young's song. What's wrong with you? And there's one person in the world that remembers it, and Amy McIlhenny, if you're listening, don't tell anyone else. Oh, right, don't, yeah. <laughs> Except for this nationally broadcast podcast. Oh, yeah, the nationally broadcast. <laughs> oh. um, here for that, I'll tell you an embarrassing story again um, that I fervently voted for Garth Gates. <laughs> <laughs> on my phone mommy and daddy were out for the evening and the babysitter was looking after us and back in the day when you're meant to ask your parents before you dial the number I did not and I had permission. quite a large bill oh, how many times do you how many times I think a good five is this just in the final or like the whole oh end? no no it was the final right because I was like oh my god now that looking back I freaking love William he has some serious tunes um, great one is Jealousy big fan of Jealousy oh. absolutely love it and the music video is so upsetting um, but yeah he love him now but like I remember being flabbergasted when Garth Gates didn't win because I was like who the fuck would have voted for him <laughs> I'm like everybody loves Garth Gates he's so good looking <laughs> but yeah so there you go yeah, we still don't understand why people voted for Joe Michael there, do we? I was past the X Factor at this point. Oh, uh, yeah. He was like, he was just the... Miley Cyrus like Miley Cyrus, so I dare you. <laughs> Not that he probably had any choice in the matter. No, he also... Oh, that's right. His debut was covers as well. And look what but happened to him. they all were. Up until, like, some X Factor aficionado will know. But, like, it was all covers. Like, that was the thing. Because, like, Shane Lords was, that's my goal, which was a Kelly Clarkson song, I'm pretty sure. Actually, a lot of Kelly Clarkson songs have been used over the years. Pretty sure Leona Lewis, but she won hers with a, a Kelly Clarkson cover. It was only until, like, super recently that they let them do originals. They had one original song 
that all the finalists sang. And then I think they went back to covers. Right. So. Fuck Simon Cowell. Fuck Simon Cowell. Then anyway, that was my song. I feel like it had a number of talking points, which was like very relevant. I do apologize to any of our listeners who were like, you spoke very dark today. (laughs) Telling you I was spiraling. Well, Kiva, if you thought you went on a rant there, I picked this song because I want to get you on another rant. Um, also, I feel like you're going to like my song more than you like your own. So I think like your song's really? the better one and I think you're going to say my song's the better one. So this song, it is only a year old. Okay. It is relatively new. But it new. is a Know This Song. It is a Know This Song. Interesting. For our, we only have ourselves to blame for this song, just not shitting for the stars. Okay. Um, one year old. So released in August 2019. Okay. Co-written yeah. by your gal Ariana. Oh. Uh, we're a former X Factor product. Right. Yeah. Wait. Can I ask a quick question? Of course you can. Is this an Ariana song? As in. An Ariana Grande song. No, no, Did no. She singing. No, no. She just co-wrote. What? Yeah. Continue. Um, the the music video. Oh my goodness, the music video. Paying homage to all of our early noughties classics like Crazy in Love, uh, Goodies oh by God, Kira. Oh my God, exactly what you're talking about. This is Normani. It is Normani oh, motivation. motivation. I'm a baby whopping to the motivation. Oh my God. Say, give it to night. Baby, turn around, let me be a renovation to say and do it all night. You got that good, baby, don't you? Oh, what we, a song! We did nothing for this girl. Do you know what? Nothing. I will take that because I listened to that song so much when it came out. Because when I saw everybody tweeting about it, and I was like, uh, kind of not here for it. Like, why are we pushing this before it's even like released? And then the song, the gifts, the damn video, like, this bitch is turning out shit and no one's appreciating it. Absolutely brought it. So that's why oh. Cindy Minaj always refers to as that bitch. It does she? Normani is that bitch. She, she is doing some serious. There's like one dance sequence in it. And I'm pretty sure it's the bit when she's wearing, you know, like the custom like spray paint like top and skirt. Oh yeah, combo. the very start, yeah. And her ass is doing things that my <laughs> whole body will never be able to do. Physically impossible. Like marvels. Absolute marvels. Not to mention Drop Dead Gorgeous. Stunning. And now I like the song even more now that I know that Ariana co-wrote it. Yeah. I was not aware. But now whenever you listen back you'll be like, oh, Ariana Grande could have sang that. Oh. Also Mike's Martin. Oh, he does great stuff. I don't know the words clearly but it's because yeah. she's singing so quickly. But it's unreal. Like It's a phenomenal song. It only got to number 27 in the UK. 33 in the US. That is scandalous. Whereas like all the songs that she was paying homage to they all went straight to number one. Which is so sad. That is scandalous. Isn't it? I thought she did better in the US. No. And yet, Camilla Cabello's the one out there with her fucking Pantene sponsorship. <sighs> I'm very sad. But yes, I do. I did want to bring up Normani because I did want the listeners to hear your thoughts on Fifth Harmony. Oh, because <laughs> for my shame and for my sins, I actually like a lot of Fifth Harmony songs. I do too. A lot of them. I, so Daniel was referring to before the podcast, which is probably... Part of the reason why the podcast now exists 
is that I'm well known for my legendary rants <laughs> on <laughs> many aspects of the music industry. Start your timers night. Welcome to my TED Talk. Um, I did actually say, I think it was to end at one time, that I could write a dissertation on this. On Fifth Harmony. Because why, why it was inevitable that they were going to eventually crumble quite quickly. Because they've never been a girl band. Well, it was all in the styling, Daniel. The styling <laughs> told us everything we needed to know. Okay? Yep. Oh, I can't believe we're doing this. So, I, I, haven't, I haven't got my talking points. I'm not prepared. So if you look at the album artwork for 727. Yes. it's Look at any of the album artwork. So to start with, for those of you who don't know anything about Fifth Harmony, they should have been wonderful. They came off the first season, I think it was the first season, of and maybe the only season of US <laughs> X Factor. They were their mentor was Britney Spears. Let me say it again, Britney Spears, <laughs> who gave us so many iconic moments from that season. Her facial expressions alone should be put in a museum. Um so they were, same thing as Little Mix, that's what they were going for. They were going to put these individual girls together and push them all in and get a great girl band. Yeah, it was going to be great because they were all like ethnic minorities, However, Latina. However, from the get-go, it was very clear that the judges liked one person and one person only, and that was Camille Cabello. And... Uh, <laughs> I don't know why. I think I just saw someone say their name like that, so I'm sorry. They get through the X Factor, then they come out and they start performing as a group. The styling tells us everything we need to know because it was clearly a clash of opinions and a clash of personalities, and it wasn't working. I can't believe we're getting into this. I, I hate you for I am so happy. I may, I may actually just cut this a bit. Make a special episode. Okay. There are two things when it comes to styling a girl band that you can only do. And I say this as woman, but in a girl band you have lots of opinions and a lot of personalities and the bitching will begin of why she got the nicer outfit, why is she wearing that, why am I always stuck with all the shit stuff. I know what happened because Reference I would do it. Cheryl Cole going to her interview. Uh-huh. <laughs> it happened in Girls Aloud. It, I can tell you a number of girl bands has happened to so you can do two things. You can either put them all in this exact same outfit and leave them at it and then no one can complain. Or you put them in slightly different outfits that they're all happy with, but it has a cohesive, cohesive, cohesive. Oh, great uh, word. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it has a cohesive line. Fifth Harmony never had that. Now, it was everywhere. Everybody was wearing whatever the fuck they wanted. It was all over the place. Even when they were trying to like make it look like they were all in one colour. Like the whole shit was all over the place. Um, now you might say to me, Keith, that can't be right. Because there's multiple girl bands that don't wear the same thing. A.K.A. the Spice Girls. But the Spice Girls were different. Because the Spice Girls all had their individual personalities. Which was the whole thing that they were like branded on. So that worked. However, it does not work outside of the Spice Girls. And even the Spice Girls, surely they all fell out with each other. Yeah, I think Fifth Harmony got more so, albums than the Spice Girls. Maybe. I was going to say that was the condensed version. That was not the condensed <laughs> version. <laughs> um, so I called 
bluff from the minute they came out and I said, this will never last because one, they're pushing Camilla, or is it Camilla? Camilla? Camilla Cabello. So good old Camilla. She was being pushed to the front constantly and I was like, right, grand, she's pretty, great, wonderful. But I was like, there's girls in the back there that are giving us vocals. Like, Michelle oh. Obama works so hip, maybe not that dialer. Like, what the Um. Also, sorry, complete side note. Fifth Harmony's work video yeah. will forever be synonymous, which I can't even remember which one of them it is. But please watch that video. Maybe it's actually just a performance. But they're like, <laughs> they're around this like, big heavy machinery I want to say a tractor but it wasn't a tractor oh it was like a digger or a bulldozer uh, like or something it's like a digger yeah. or something and whoever it is is hammering the wing oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is the stupidest thing you will ever see I like the rubber bit as well isn't it yeah, yes. just hammering the wing seductively like what are you doing uh, anyway Sorry, this was a very long conversation <laughs> that nobody wanted to hear, which is why it was never put in the podcast. But it could, I'll probably end up editing this down. But, but yes, they all did better whenever they broke up anyway. Did they? I think so. I think, yeah, they all sort of like went to their own individual sound. Like Lauren Jackery, she went all sort of like indie and Halsey. Oh, right. And I then Normani, she's gone full R&B. Camilla, she's a Latina. Uh, do you remember whenever Camilla... Also, sorry, can we talk about her, her and Shawn Mendes, a.k.a. Enda Mahan's lookalike? Um, Enda, come to Brazil. Come to Brazil. Uh, do you mind how they're the most sickening pair you've ever seen in your life? Why are they very PDA? Have you never seen it? Oh, like, to start with, I still stand that that's a, a PR stunt, their relationship, because it's been said that them doing that song Senorita together they were pushed into a relationship for the money the press the brand the brand um, and they're just really weird and awkward and they kept putting up these weird awkward videos being like oh my god you don't believe that we're in a relationship watch this and then they'd snog the faces and I use the word snog because that's all you could call it and like their tongues literally down their throats and I was like you paired with me to get fucking licked. <laughs> Honest to God. And I was like, you're both very attractive people, but like, go in the, get in the building. Like, oh. So. Um, no, so no. we don't like Camilla. No, I do like Camilla. Do you know what? She's had a few bangers, to be fair to her. Do you remember, I don't know if you do, but the first performance Fifth Harmony did whenever Camilla left, they, um, the four of them, five of them came up on the stage all silhouetted and then all of a sudden like the middle ones is just yanked back on a bungee cord and then the lights come on of the four ones so they obviously got like a fake person to stand in to pretend to be Camilla and then they just ripped her off the stage it was a lot of bitchiness it was so savage but that was the problem Fifth Harmony were never going to work either because there was a lot of bitchiness about them like I mean, the that, wasn't, that wasn't Fifth Harmony that was whoever their team was oh come on now because like, Normani definitely but has they like they the Fourth Harmony or did no they kept it as Fifth but do we also remember that they won like best rookie group or best new group or some of their best new artists at like one of the MTV awards and uh, Katy Perry you can be seen whispering to Sam Smith who are they <laughs> like there's so much there was so much 
drama and like bitchiness surrounding them for years, like they were never gonna make it. Wow. However, motivation is outstrips many of the songs and you're right, we let her down. Justice. I blame her publicist. Cause like that's a fantastic song and a fantastic video. You never hear anybody talking about Normani. It's 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 disappointing. Also, and she's done so well for like features. Like Sounds her and I like that song. But the one with um Khalid. Sorry for Oh my god, how's it go? Oh right, sorry, I'm gonna look it up. Yeah, and she's got a couple songs with Calvin Harris. And then she, she has does. that one with Megan the Stallion, Diamonds. Diamonds are a girl's best friend. Yes! Diamonds are a girl's best friend. I'm still looking this up. Sorry. Where are you? Love lies. Tell me where your love lies. Oh, that is good, yeah. Waste away and spend the night. Oh, we we here for it. Yeah, that's going to be a good album whenever it comes out. Her debut. Oh, but we did let her down. We did! What song? What an artist. I'll tell you this though. Pop I star. let her down because I haven't properly watched the music video. Really? Yeah. Oh, I keep it the, there's a bit at the end where it's raining and then there's a brass band and see whenever a brass band shows up. Like, oh, like it's just the best addition to any <laughs> sort of music. Is whenever it's... Oh, she just has like a whole dance with a basketball. I, that, then the, the, the challenge went viral. Of you, like, no. Hit the basketball no. up with your knee and then whenever it comes back down, smack it off your ass. People kept on trying to do it. I don't think they realised it was CGI. Like, it's definitely CGI. <laughs> Great choices today. Yeah. Really appreciate it. This is the first time in a while it's just been uh, two people. Yeah. Instead of a whole host of ones. It's nice. And no theme. No pressure. And no theme. Yeah. No theme, no pressure. Because this could be Daniel's last one for a while. Like he's off in London being successful. Tell us your favourite Taylor Swift song, Daniel. Do you know how open-ended that question is? Do you know how many? Do you know how many different? I think this is going to be so different. Do you know how many different Taylor Swifts there are? We're we're at like four now. Are we? We're at, we we've were got at least seven. Country. We've got pop. We've got that weird bad bitch phase where she was like, "Oh look, I'm I'm Let's doing club hits." And now we've got Indy Taylor who wears cardigans and like Doc Martens. I feel like Indy Taylor is deaf your faves. That has been the best album I have ever heard in a very long time. Not just a Taylor Swift album, the best album that's a bold remark i am all over it a bold remark but go on what's your favorite well no well i'll because it's no the song the podcast what's the one taylor chef song you feel doesn't get enough justice oh no there we go it has to be a single doesn't it Ah, i'll let you do whatever um it's my party style People forget about style. People are always like, blank space this, blank space that, blank space that, but style. You're, you're, you're a style guy yourself. Style, yeah. It's a lovely video as well. You got the James Dean daydream look in your eyes and I got that red. I have some very strong feelings about Taylor Swift. You like. Oh, that's but for I, another day. Don't bring oh, up. Oh, yes, because it's Daniel's, because it's it's all about Daniel, we're not doing it. Don't be negative. But I do have, I went, and I, I have two Taylor Swift songs. That I, I'm gonna say, um, but I'm back. Big fan of country Taylor. Yes. Big With fan the of country. Chloe dresses and the long hair. Yeah, and the just the banging tunes that she was coming out with. And there's a banjo. 
Oh, we love a banjo. <laughs> if I could find your man that played the banjo. Um, no, so it's... I think my number one that I listen to of Taylor's frequently is Fearless. Oh, yeah. From the Fearless album. Just take my hand and drive me head first. Fearless. But also, I'll go older than that again and say my song. To the self-titled debut. Is that what that one was called? Was it called? Taylor Swift, yeah, Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift. But my song from Taylor Swift. Our song. Our song, our yes. Song. Oh my God, but our she's, song. She's still got the country twang in there. You know, our, song, like, our song, song is Scream's Green Door. Sing it out like tapping that, all your way in That video though, like she has got an inch of makeup on her face. She's barely really? recognisable. I was a big fan. Even Sparks Fly, Taylor. Oh, what an album! I watched that video whenever I whenever I miss Taylor because it's it's. Like, Did you miss her? Because it's her like concert tour in America. <laughs> she always does. She always does a music video where it's a concert tour, yeah. and it just shows you everything that she does. She's a fantastic performer. For anyone who's um, listening and hasn't figured it out by now, Lionel's a big Taylor Swift fan. <laughs> I've had the biggest smile on my face. You have. You've been beaming. It's like the only thing that's been akin to was Laura's love of Sean DePaul. <laughs> but, but this is very obvious for me yes no it's, it's very on brand for like me. how many what album are we on now are we on album 7 or 8 I thought it was 7 7 and she's had like a number 1 every time and she's changed her sound how many times name me one other artist that's done Wait, that what song has she got number 1 on no no album Folklore. sorry number 1 album number oh one album. apologies yeah name me one other artist that has changed their sound so frequently and yet stayed so relevant and successful are you really going to go there go there Madonna Get the bin, Tanyal. I can't believe that wasn't the first one that came to your head. How many albums, she has, was... how many albums has Madonna had? What? You're not... Uh, Are we Googling again? We won't have the disrespect. Like, say what you want about Madonna, but like... Madonna. Sorry. Typing. <laughs> <laughs> typing, typing, typing. Madonna is queen of the regeneration, remodeling, doing whatever the... She wants. We've had eight Taylor Swift albums, and I think they've all gone to number one in the US. But Madonna was four. Like I don't even like Madonna that much. I think seven have gone to number one, one in the two, UK. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. Now, Get on her level. Just, just for the lols, Google how many albums uh, Ronan Keaton has had. Why? Because it's probably the same. Ronan Keaton got to do with anything because just because you keep Ronan releasing Keaton just is... because you keep releasing music doesn't mean it's good oh you can't say that when was the last that. time Madonna was relevant as of today when she was in the news all over the place about Nobody her saw that. I thought whenever Lady Gaga came in front page of BBC News like, <laughs> like we're well over our time Daniel has been disrespectful now because heaven forbid Taylor gets outdone by somebody who's was a forefront leader in music, well, then let regardless me of what you think of her. Well, then Taylor's on the same trajectory as Madonna. No, she is not. Absolutely is. You could have also said Rihanna. Daniel, I we're going to sit and of this for the rest of the evening because <laughs> you're being so disrespectful. Like, I don't even care about Madonna that much, but that is disrespectful. Like, I don't think I've ever listened to a Madonna song in my life. Madonna is... Or an album, sorry. Certain things in pop music could not be done to this day if Madonna had not done it. Facts, darling. Facts. I have nothing to contribute to that. Daniel. Keep Thanks up. so much for coming on. Thank you. So appreciate it. I had a blast. That, that, we covered a lot of topics there. We, 
I apologise to you. <laughs> we, we flew through some topics. And there was a lot of tangents. And, well, that's just how my brain works. Thank you so much. Love you lots. Um, both songs are going to be on the playlist. No, N-O, exclamation mark. This song, the playlist. Um, which is quite possibly the strangest playlist on the planet. And continuing. Um, go, like, subscribe, follow, rate, comment, whatever you gotta do on any of the subscription channels that you listen to this damn podcast on because I appreciate it so much. I love you all. <laughs> also, we have an Instagram page, which personally, I try really hard on, <laughs> which is at Know This Song. So give that a follow as well for updates and stupid content. Well, that's it, folks. Thanks for listening again. Uh, hit me up with any feedback. Love you lots. GNGB. Good night. God bless. <laughs> and with that, goodbye.